weekend recap, and nothing less. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 Hi. Well, hello, Melissa. You kind of broke down there at the end. Is that uh, fortuitous or simply noteworthy? But oh thank you for gosh. noticing when I break down. Oh Hi, my dear gosh. listener. Welcome to a midsummer. It's not beginning summer. Uh, Amy and Melissa extravaganza. She will be traveling everywhere and I will be planting my ass here at the Jersey Shore and coming to you from this tiny room, which I'm now falling in love with. What is happening in here? Who stayed in this room this weekend? It's very good up on the third floor of your mansion. No, say, getting here sucks. <laughs> Shoreside. Shoreside. Shay. Shoreside. Yes. Shoreside. Shoreside Redemption. No, you have an excellent third floor. It's just magical. It's nice. And you're up there for the first time ever, I think, since owning this home. Yeah, Why so would one go up there? Right. I made a, a little office space up here. And when I say I made, I had my husband and a friend build a desk for me up here. Stuart used it this morning for a meeting, and now here I am under a fan, which, you know, sorry if it makes too much noise, but climbing to the third floor of a super hot, tall building sucks. I'm, and- sc- I'm completely convinced that you do not have normal stair treads in your home, that the risers on your stairs are, are higher. higher than normal. I'm completely convinced that that's the truth. So the- much so yeah. that... If you are able to measure them before yeah. you go home, yeah. I mean, I, I guarantee you. And I, I further think that the first, I know this can't be true logically, but my heart knows it to be true in okay. reality. No evidence that whatsoever. The first we know you. flight of stairs from the ground floor to the landing to the first floor are higher still than the remaining stairs <laughs> in your house. I, I guarantee you that they are. I guarantee, even if it's as much by a centimeter, like I guarantee you that they are higher because my, my physical legs don't, can't get them going. And it's not a situation where momentum or excitement or I don't know, physics makes it easier the higher up the stairs you go. Like that doesn't make any sense, but consistently I'm like, oh, this is too high. Oh, this is too high. This is too high. Well, maybe they're not too high. And then I'm on the second set of stairs. So I guarantee you, somebody been monkeying with your fucking stairs. Just let's claim another thing I love about myself. I'm a bit savantish when it comes to that stuff. So it wouldn't surprise me if this illogical observation proves factual. Here's my point. Walked in. We had a new construction home. The home we're in now, we built from the earth, right? There was nothing there. I love it when you say that, from the I earth. I walked into the bedroom that had just been finished in terms of nothing in the room, but there were window casements up. There was drywall up, and they had put the framing around the window on the inside. And I walked into the room. I glanced, and I said, those two windows aren't level. And the guys who were still in the room, putty akimbo, looked at me, and they were like, lady, just... And they said, okay. They were sort of... It felt like a joke to them that I would walk in and make this pronouncement. And I didn't walk in Karen-style pointing, the windows aren't level! You know, right. I, just, I walked in and I went, oh, those windows aren't level. And it just popped out of my mouth. Casual observation. And everybody said, they're level, honey. You know, and they came over and they got Little their Little women measure. don't know what they're They were just like, about. they were like, let's fix this before it even gets to the contractor, right? The, G- the GC. So they walk over and they drop the tape measure and they were off. They were not level to each other. And they were right next, they were in a corner, right? So, oh, so and you I clearly started, see the I difference. I started laughing and I said, I'm so sorry. And they're like, how did you spot that? And I'm like, well, it's, it's like I walked in here. I didn't say this to them at the time, but it's like I had walked in and someone had spray painted dick on the wall. It's just like, it was that obvious. I walked in, boom, they're not level. I know they're not level. Some and people are like that, them, Ames. The poor they, thing. Do you walk into a hotel room and see paintings that are cockeyed? And I mean, if they're significantly off, I see them, but... You seem to have this sixth sense about, I really needed you before we close, um, about all of these things. I will measure my step for you because I don't have a lot to do down here. And dear listener, I'm not a beach person. And every time I try to become a beach person, 
I get away with it for like a day or so. And then out of nowhere, sand in my teeth hits me in the face like a fucking board with a nail in it. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I I will spend my time measuring my stairs now. You're and just I so will- wrong. You're as wrong as you can possibly be. I can't even let you continue any further. I got to cut you off. You're wrong. That's right, wrong. Need to, we, okay, need to get, we need to get buzzer sounds from the family feud so I could properly X you on that answer because that's super wrong. What I observed, just and we've so just you know, identified that my observational I'll powers, never give you a buzzer, by the way. I will never give you a buzzer I feel like that's probably a great show. idea. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I think that's going to solve a lot of problems. <laughs> Preventing me from ever having the ability to buzz. So here's what I know about you. You have adopted the shore as your new home, and you fit there despite your best attempts to leave it. <laughs> I see you trying to ruin it for yourself. <laughs> I see you trying to hate it. I see all the effort that you put in to, I hate this I hate this place that I love so much. God, I fucking hate it. I hate loving it here. God damn it. I hate loving it here. That's <laughs> what it is. That's what it is. I have some good days, but then I realize I need the land. Okay. Last night, we are, well, you know, beach living is living the with land. somebody else's opinion in your neck while you're having your own opinion. You're just so close. You're on top of everybody. The only place to get space is literally on the sand. And a, a beach that I feel is slightly crowded, you guys made me feel like a moron this weekend by saying, Melissa. There's nobody here. This, this is, is a desert beach, right? island. <laughs> yes. Even the animals are like, fuck, man, I don't think this is habitable. You know, it's like <laughs> there's nothing there. You fit there. You fit there. And you love it there. And you, frankly, you actively cultivate Beach Melissa. Sure, Melissa is a person and a thing. And you are creating her with every step. I've never seen anything like it. I really I haven't. I don't like that bitch. Um, being here, we got at, I get this week have been terrible storms everywhere. Yeah. You're yes, having a delay yes. in lacrosse or a postpone or an early play or eat that muffin. It's time to go. Oh, it was a carb. So I'm sitting here and my phone goes, I'm like, oh, okay. There's an Amber alert. If I left this house, I could look around for yours silver neon Dodge neon. And I could try to find that Jack hole who stole his own kid and blah. Great. No, no. Looking at it, it says your alarm on the home front in oh. Pennsylvania is going off. And if we're being honest, I, I don't usually yeah. set the alarm, but my husband does. Mm-hmm. So we had had a terrible storm and it blew open our door that goes out to the deck that lets the dogs out into the wild, right? Into that house. While it's open, now the alarm's going off and floods of water with this torrential downstorm are pouring into the house. And now here I am at the beach. If I had 10 minutes of feeling good about it and enjoying my friends who were here for the weekend, that's over. And now I have a neighbor and I have who God fucking bless that neighbor. And I have friends who said, do you want us to go to your house? And I have Trooper McGee who drove because we don't have state, we don't have a local police. We only have state troopers for our township. Trooper McGee comes and goes there and he's like, yeah, well, you're going to have some damage, but uh, there's nobody that broke in. And how do they know nobody broke in? We paid the cleaning ladies and they never came. So that money is still sitting on the counter. And if somebody broke in, they would have taken some shit, right? And it was a storm. So here I am at the beach two plus two hours plus sometimes away from fixing the situation what do you do uh it's kind of what I feel is my punishment for being here and having a good time all right well that'll cost you 11 grand to redo your flooring like that's that's kind of how I feel oh did you just enjoy yourself Melissa bam here's a lightning strike well you'll never do that again you're so fucking funny that is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life really yes well, then it fits. There's this no beach penalty. There's no shore tax. Even in Monopoly, there's no shore tax. There's not. So which part of the house was damaged? Which door the, blew in? The door going to the deck that has like a sketchy lock in the first place. You need to put your hip into it and your shoulder and, and turn that deadbolt. 
So not so much. And the shaking of the house and the crazy winds blew it you right have open. A, and you have an heirloom grandfather clock located in that right same there. position I that sure was do. not damaged, I'm hearing you say. Oh, I don't know because Stuart's going home today to see what the damage is. It happened yesterday and I had to medicate to sleep, which I do anyway. And I slept well and then realized this morning... Honey, when are you leaving? Honey, when are you leaving? Honey, when are you leaving? I'm going to need a peace of mind. So it's the only peace I have, but I'm going to need a peace of mind. Well, listen to how funny you are. This can't bother you because if it did, you'd already be home. So I thought about going home last night and then I thought, I need him to go home. He's (laughs) the one who's going to call the insurance company. He's the one who's going to figure out how badly something is damaged and I don't want to and he's not leaving here until he has to leave here so he'll go home and his answer is we'll just deal with it when we deal with it and I wish I was more like that I gave birth to a son who I thought who I think is more like that but my daughter and I are why panic tomorrow about I can deal with it right now with panic panic about it today let's (laughs) do it let's go (laughs) Oh, I got the opportunity to spend 30 seconds with your daughter on this visit because she was physically staying in the house that we're in, but she's so active. I never got to see her. So I saw her for a brief glimpse. She's just a delight. You're very lucky. What a wonderful, wonderful young woman that is. It's great. It's so affirming to see other people's kids because then you just sort of, you get re-inspired that maybe you could do it. You have hope that it's possible. Have kids that grow up to be functional adults, like that whole thing. So I've got one alone, the one who I would least like to leave alone in the house now for the duration of my trip. He'll be alone in the house for two, three more days. And I just, the cameras, the cameras aren't enough. We don't have a neighbor that can go over there. The neighbor would go over there and say, I can confirm he is laying face down on the floor in the kitchen. Yes, in his own puddle, of, puddle saw- of Pop-Tart residue and beer and of other things that he's not supposed to. Yeah. So Pop-Tart no, it's dust not that bad. Face. It's not that bad. He is just fully 18 and fully rising senior or uh, freshman in college. And he has fully decided I have mastered all of adulthood. I The rules don't apply to me. I can do whatever I like just as long as I clean it up before I get caught. Like it's just that's his whole operating M.O. You just put a really important factor in there. Um, the clean it up before I get caught. If you raised a child who is smart enough to do that, I think that's a win. I don't care what he's covering up, be it a body, be it, I don't know, takeout that you were told him to stay away from or whatever it is. I feel like when my kids had that extra candy from their B'nai Mitzvah ah. and it like six months, I would find rappers at Smarten the fuck up. If you are going to eat 70 pounds of leftover candy, hide your wrappers better. Well, in fairness, I've had to coach him. I've had to coach him on the cleaning step because he generally will fuck himself just by leaving the debris. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, you idiot. So I guess I do like that he is not very similar to in my larger circle of adults that I know with children. There is one in particular. The child was a skeeving manipulator he was the if you could imagine donald trump as a child that he is, is a how, child what is that about? is how he behaved in terms of there's never a straight answer even when the straight answer is an option he would he would lie about things that don't require lies For fun and the parent in question would praise the behavior the parent would praise when you tell a lie and get away with it or when the lie is particularly unsolvable like this so it was like what am I even witnessing I don't want to be around any of you it was just so gross is it that these kids oh my god I just became John Buchanan John John Buchanan get off my lawn is it that they feel there are no consequences anymore or do kids think things don't rules don't apply to them I got away with it because you don't see what is it that makes them disbelieve facts and science is it government is it what is it so if we're talking just about kids and getting away with stuff I think it is not facts and science they're not a part of the equation right kids and getting away with stuff is there's a rule 
I decide whether that rule applies to me and I decide if the consequences of not following that rule are worse than the consequences of getting what I want by breaking this rule. That's a That's lot it. of thinking. You put all you think they I'm, put all no, that thinking I don't. in there. I, I think that all of that happens under uh, subconsciously. I think that that and it happens over time. And I think it's it's like any other learned behavior. I want you know watching TV right and knowing what happens in a you know just pattern recognition. It's just how the thing works. And I also know. That when you have parents who are reinforcing and praising you for creating manipulative scenarios because they value the idea that manipulation gets you what you want, then your whole life view is skewed, built around that. And it's not something that whether you're, you know, you think you're doing it for a good reason because marketing is manipulation. So... But guess what? Lots of things are manipulation that aren't dastardly. You can there's there's two sides to everything, right? So there's two sides to rule following. Following the rules all the time can be really bad. So it's you know there's always a lot of decision making that goes into it. My point to you is that it wasn't about understanding science and facts, and it was about I'm gonna do it right now, and then if there's any thought beyond that, it might factor in I'm gonna do it right now because it might hurt later, but it won't hurt now. <laughs> That's that's the summation of everything that I just said in that previous paragraph. And you get that. You get that. Let's get back to anal. What I really wanted to know um, was from our listeners. We had a very serious question that we needed answered. And I chose to come to you, dear listener. I come to you to say, can you please tell me the reasons that someone would throw away underpants. And instead of making this a 60 seconds with Amy, I I came to you. I asked and you delivered. I'm not going to lie. But I thought you might like to hear what we said prior to you delivering. And here goes. Do you remember any of them, Amy? I don't. I don't even remember the context because I was upstairs. And when I returned from being upstairs for a brief amount of time, like I think it was a clothing change. It was not a long time. By the time I had descended the stairs back into the kitchen area, the level of intoxication was not statistically viable with the amount of alcohol in the world. I don't get how you guys got so crazy drunk and that filthy underwear was the source of the hilarity. But I do. I want to catch up. Catch me up. Well, you just said filthy underwear, and that is one of them. The first answer we had by ourselves was shit stains. Uh, that's how it came out. Shit stains. First reason for throwing away your underwear. Um, the second one was they have frontal and backal hooch. <laughs> is there an explanation with that or no? Frontal hooch? Backle hooch. What's a backle hooch? Yeah, I'm just going to plow through these because we that might have been intoxicated in some form or another. We were a loticated, yes. Um, they have a smell that you can't get out. Oh, my God. You have loose thighs or they have loose thighs. I'm not quite sure. Accidentally tie-dyed. I'm going to say that doesn't count. Changing the color of your underpants does not... Does not not, I'm not really, my life does not accommodate accidental or, or causal tie-dye really ever at any point. So that's an odd one for me. Holes in appropriate places. Mm-hmm. Turns was, out they're your mom's. Oh God, I remember that comment. Tight in the wrong places. Yes. No longer edible or durable. Um, no longer edible. They were edible before, but they've stiffened. Uh, and dear listeners, you also came through. With many answers that pleased us, Bob Schwartz told us that they spontaneously Taco Bell fueled catastrophic gastrointestinal misadventure. Hey, Bob. Yes. Absolutely. Full throwout endorse. That's so specific. My friend, my dearest friend, Monica, came through with a. You don't need a reason to throw away your fucking underpants. Okay. 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 Sure. I, I mean. If you don't want them, don't like them, throw them away. Tom said if they if they have that smell that won't go away. Oh, God. No, um, no, no. Joe from Mouse and Weens said if they're a little too scritchy scratchy over the years, they're holy. And then holy, holy, holy is a graphic she put on there that made me start singing that Sam Smith. 
unholy. That's and it. I have not been able to get it out of my head since then. And thank you so much, Joe. Uh, Beth said, you're over it. And Carrie said, the elastic gone bad. <laughs> Can I ask you? Thank you, yes, Carrie. Ma'am. Thank you, yes, everybody. Ma'am. Elastic gone bad. Do you ever have a pair of shorts or a pair of sweatpants that you fucking love and then it's finally sweatpants season and you pull that shit out by the way it's always sweatpants season and you go to stretch them and you hear the sound that makes my this is the worst it's oh the worst that's it's that, that dry rot it's the elastic dry what rot what does that and how do you prevent it? it is it bad elastic is it bad melissa what did that and how can i prevent it it, you can't prevent it. It's just it's just utility fail. It's the dry rot of the elastic. It's been stretched and then bounced back one too many times. It's lost its, I don't know, turgor pressure, whatever the thing is that makes it hold up. So it's it's not good. It's not good. And also, I think, too frequent laundering. You do a lot of laundry. You guys are very clean. I've never seen anybody so clean. I mean, I know you're clean, but fuck, you're clean. Do you clean. want to guess how many times I ran the dishwasher while you guys were here from Wednesday to Sunday? Four? Eleven. Why? We have that many drinks? Drinks and pots and pans. Who's cooking? Um, and all the cups, uh, plates, uh, everything. Uh, everything. Silverware. There was no silverware at one point. I'm like, all right, let's. And then I thought, oh, I need more silverware. I can either hand wash or. And then I looked around and there were. 35 cups so I was like okay let's do these guys somehow it got emptied on the regular too and of yeah. those 11 I think I only did four or five of the empties so uh it was a I ran it twice so does that count for the 11 or does no. that make it more than 11 that makes it more in the world so about this weekend yes sm- ma'am. I I'm gonna coin it as small batch uh my topic for today is small batch I thought previously that small batch meant I can charge more when you made your special treats you made small batch brittle right yes 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 because small batch allows you to do better quality sometimes as opposed to quantity because you can concentrate more on right that's a whole my whole point you can concentrate more I loved having my friends here it felt like a large batch I wanted <laughs> I wanted one-on-one time with friends. What's wrong with Melissa? You got that. At various points, that was carved out where it would be just one couple or one person would go on, on the three-mile dog walk or just one person or one couple would go on the bagel coffee run or just one person or one couple would go and check out the beach for a little while. I mean, there was a lot of those carve-out moments, I thought. And I, I was like, oh, this is good because then you can spread it around a little bit. You didn't feel like there were enough of those? You wanted the whole four days to be one person? <laughs> I wanted, I wanted, I would say, three days with each couple so I could really submerge myself in the, and your kid's doing what? What is he looking forward to about this? And what is making him nervous? Your child's doing that. She's starting a new job. What is she thinking about when it comes to engagement rings? Whatever. Um, he, he, I know that was something that drove you crazy. That I we can't. Were all- I've just. I've already talked to other people about it. It's made me that crazy. Oh really? I've separated from you. It's not even been a full twenty-four hours. I don't know. Right? I don't. I don't use hours. But I'm just trying to say. <laughs> I mean, that's too close to math. So I'm just trying to say I've already talked to two different people about how fucking weird that is. That planning everybody your children's futures. Just no, it wasn't planning your children's futures. That sounds like a weird sentence too. It was it was marrying and kidding them off. Let's talk about grandbabies coming. People who are my friends saying I want grandbabies. That is so shocking and you know, I can picture Janine going <laughs> like I can just see her sort of throwing up and hearing it and be like, "What are you crazy?" It's it's crazy. And it's one thing to talk about it will be fun when they get married for a, a young adult offspring who has been in a long-term relationship and it's clear that the next step is coming. Like that's that's kind of, so I just want to put it in the context. It's not like, you know, she's 16, let's get her married. Like it's, we're not doing that. But at the same time, it kind of feels that way when you bring the kids into it. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to, 
Well, I'm so far out in her late twenties, and she's been married for a year. Um, just came back from her honeymoon, and she actually happens to be a honeymoon baby that is now in her late twenties. So I think that's wildly reasonable to say, okay, planning for a baby. My comment was the opposite of yours. I've seen too many friends that have had plans to have babies at this year or this time and fertility and other issues play a role that you think you can control. First of all, we think we can control our children. Shut the fuck up. You think you can control when you're having children by putting it off. It might not be an option if you choose to do that. If you were to ask me, I would say, fuck now, make kids, deal later. And I I feel like that's not an easily acceptable whatever for my friends or any human. But I've seen it go wrong. We waited for six years because we wanted our jobs to be in the right place. We wanted the money to be able to do it. We wanted to be able to, okay, but now you can't have kids at all. Well, maybe you know, I couldn't I've, have had kids before, but I take your point. I mean, you never, you don't know. You don't fucking know. And there's lots of know. ways to, air quotes, have kids, right? Lots of lots of ways. There's the only a handful of them are biologic. You can do it in lots of ways. So they got kids on the street. You just got to be quick. Grab them. There's lots of ways. My ki- my kids made that joke about birds. Bir- birds are free. If you want one, take one. I'm like, <laughs> first of all, I hate birds. And no, thank you. But birds are not free. They have families and lives. You can't just take Something because nobody's going to yell at you for it. I am going to yell at you for it. I'm saying it's too early for grandbabies. It's just too early. And whenever the grandbabies arrive, it's still too early. So there is no time when. Okay, then that's your theory that it's always going to be too early because that ages you. No, I don't. It's not about me at all. It's like it really is not because there ain't no grandbabies coming into my house. Fuck that. Fuck off. No, that's not happening. Nobody. Nobody is in their right mind or anywhere near it. And they hear it from me all the time. I I laid it out for the 15-year-old just this past week. I said, you're not making a baby with that girl. And he lost his mind. I said, you're not making a baby with that girl because I don't like that girl. And I got news for you. You make a baby with that girl and force her to sit at my Thanksgiving table for the rest of my life, I will make her and you and the baby miserable every waking second of your life. Just think about that. Is that worth it for you the rest of your life? Because this shit ain't right. That's not, you know, it's not right. It's right now. That's fine. Go enjoy yourself to a point and then we're done. Goodbye. That's it. So he didn't like hearing that, but that's also the truth. So what you going to do? Hey, Brian. I usually go Friday mornings to a farmer's market. We've discussed it. And there was lightning storms in the morning. They were gone by the time most of the fair would have been there, but they canceled it. And I wanted to take these humans that I adore so much and take the leash off and let them run around in a little farmer's market because I wanted to see the bounty that spilled across the island after you got your Jersey tomatoes and made a salad and you got your little tiny keto cupcakes and you got your gluten-free this and you got these coffees that you can't wait to and somebody had tequila there and you came back drunk. So that is what I was really looking forward to and totally disappointed that everybody missed. So I'm sorry for that. I was looking forward to the farmer's market because they also have a banner suspended over a handful of friends seated at a table, and it says, ask the coots, old coots, ask for advice and be prepared to get it. And you walk up to these folk who are sitting there on their Friday morning prepared to, to get your life right. All you need to do is give them the opportunity to say hello. And then it's on like Donkey Kong. Let's go. And so missing the opportunity to see the coots, I thought, well, did I really get it? And then gradually, throughout the course of our stay, it occurred to me that I was staying with a coot. A coot German or just a coot? And that coot is you. You are the coot. I'm a coot? You are Atlantic City coot. You have cooted yourself in ways little and great, and it is hilarious to see. I have created a list. <gasps> Would you like to hear? Um, uh, yeah. So, so item number one, you have migrated from accosting passersby from your perch of your second story deck 
looking down, pointing, and talking to people from your deck. That's coot behavior. That's that's pre-coot. I can that's, see that as a peri-coot that's, sort of that's, that's activity. That's, a, that's gateway coot behavior. That's what's gateway happening. Gateway coot. Okay. Okay. So you were gateway cooted. For, and that's been going on since last season. Now you have migrated into the actual street, standing on the sidewalk, accosting strangers by name and dog name, and having in-depth public-private conversations in the sidewalk while they are trying to escape you. And it's very interesting to watch this happening because they keep walking and you keep talking and you turn your body and you take steps and you keep talking and they keep walking and then they come back and then they talk for a long time. So you, are you that's saying your, people are running away from me? You have a coot cult and they join you in the street to talk. And it generally the canine cooted are significant participants in this behavior. The ones without the canines, if they have a child, God bless you, they're never getting away from you, ever. You will accost them. You will take the stroller from them. You will lift the baby. You will keep the baby. You will go inside with the baby. Now it's your baby. This is my baby. This is you. You go into a diner and you have a preferred wait staff that you ask for who also asks for you. Yes. And the, the two of you <laughs> behave like your cousins to the point where the service from this special prized relationship is so much worse than if you simply had a regular server because the server is more interested in the conversation and the catching up than the, the actual performance of the job. So that was true. that was super hilarious. And the place we went was like super Jew fan. It was the craziest Jew place I've ever seen. Like Jewier than New York Jewy. And I thought, how is this possible? You sit down and they bring you pickles before you start, like an assortment of half sours and other pickled objects in a little stainless chafing dish tray ready to go, right? And this continues throughout the meal. It was just, it was a lot. It was a lot of and the bagel behavior. chips, right? The basket of bagel chips. Yeah, this as in this, a very as a side, you can community. get bagel chips, right? A side with your liver, you can get bagel chips. Who has this on a beach side, a beach side Matzo restaurant? Soup, chopped yeah. liver. <laughs> yeah, kasha and bow ties right, was another so one cooted. of the side dishes. Was another one of the side dishes, kasha and bow ties. And I thought, really? Oh yeah, it's really Jewy place. Okay, Barley. so h- hilarious. And I just the amount and the depth that you go into with every single person, even the people who dare I say, my suspicion is you don't even like, you still talk with them for a length of time. You still engage with them instead of being like, I don't, I don't like you. I don't, I'm just going to shut this down. I'm going to keep stepping. Nope. You're in there. You're talking. You're asking follow up questions when they were done. We, we don't, we don't need to know about Martha and Bertha. You're a coot. You've cootized yourself. You've been cooted. It happened. I'm a cooter. You could, you could set up a booth. You could set up a booth and you would run them out of business because you are the millennial coot. You're the, they're the elder coot and you're the, you're the current coot. You're coot current. That's what you are. My husband walked up to them and said, is one of you financial and one of you social and one of you, do you all have, and I'm like, walk away. They're not the he fucking said, do you all user, have your own Stuart. Expertise. They don't share an eye. Yes. I was wondering if they each had a specialization. Uh, I'm here for some financial advice. To whom should I speak? Like, he looked really confused. Oh, fair coot. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, oh, fair coot. Yeah, uh, you do not speak to any of these old people with for financial advice. You talk to your financial planner, you dope. But yeah, you, met a they, woman, um, you met a woman on the beach and referred to her after she left as our new friend, and you were quite specific as to when you would be meeting her dog in the future. You would set up arrangements. To, this was a woman on the sand who had her dog on the sand. After 7 p.m. because that's when you're allowed to bring dogs there. Was, I, I feel dusk. like I'm not it putting it in the proper context. I feel like the context should be more clear. You passed a stranger. That's what <laughs> happened. And then we're now, you know, infiltrated her life. Are you and saying I'm a different person here at the yes, beach than I am at yes, home? Is that what yes, you're saying? Yes. At your house, yeah. if someone drives by on the highway, you'll hide behind yes. the sofa so that no one will know you're home. Even if they're delivering packages to you that you That's requested. 
You don't want anyone around you ever, nor do you want to talk to them, nor do you want to see them, nor do you want to leave the house, nor do you want to have interaction with anybody for any purpose at any time. So when you go to the beach, something happens where you're electrified and you are out. What is it? Well, I don't understand. Among the people. I've, I'm telling you, 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 you love I'm it I'm a there. You, I hate that I love it here so much. That's exactly what it is. I don't know what's going on. It's very, you very fun to watch. You know what I did determine, watch. though? I don't, I don't, I'm going to still stick with my, I don't love it here. My daughter's here and I'm spending the summer with her, but I don't like having three large dogs who require walks in all kinds of weather and it's only getting hotter here and now it's like in the 80s. So I, I want to be home, home, you know, where the floors are demolished because the door didn't close and the alarm went off and soaked everybody. I want to be there because I have three large dogs who could run around two acres worth of land. Here it's a real pain in the ass, but being here, maybe I am enjoying it a little because I have said out loud on numerous occasions, three dogs is too many. Three dogs isn't too many on the home front. Three dogs is too many for the beach. Large it's dogs, not. too many it's for the not. beach. It's, it's not. It's not. I know that they are extremely well behaved because you walk them every day and you walk them individually a mile each every day. So they get their energy out and they're not prone to making bad choices due to what do I do with all this energy? So I get right. that you're, you're creating an environment for them that works for everybody. I will further say that you can make it easier on yourself if you take better advantage of the post 7 p.m. rule and just take one or even two of them to the beach every night, let them off the leash and let them run. They'll run into the water. They'll hoppity skippity dopity dopity and get all kinds of crazy exhausted for the next day. And maybe could even skip a walk the next day because they do it at night. That sounded, that sounds fantastic. My dogs won't come back. Shirley will come back. I've taken her off the leash, but I have two rescue dogs who are like, is that the horizon? I'm going to make book for that. See you, folks. And then, and oh, it could be worse. They could run into the water. And Melissa cannot get them in the water because of the toad. And there's no way they'll come I'm going the to water. face the undertoad. They'll come back yeah, to they you. Don't and listen. They'll come out of the water. You have cookies and your mommy. They want I what you bring got. hot dogs with me. You're right. You're right. Hey, Brian. While we were gathered around a table playing car- my happiest moments, playing cards playing cards and looking at, you know, each other drunk, high, whatever. Uh, we started to discuss, somebody said something about, oh, I came home. It was so stressful. We talk about our jobs, what we're doing. These women have been friends forever. And we are so rooted in each other's lives and each other's children. And we just care so deeply. And then they brought husbands in and we've started to care about them too, as long as they're treating our, our besties the way they should. And, and yes, we love them too. And somebody said, I came home and I just needed to take a bath. And I thought, we're doing that again? We're doing that again. Sitting in a pile of our own filth. Amy, do you take baths? Nope. I don't. And I, it's not the thing where everybody always wants to talk about it. And it's in the movies. It's another thing in the movies that makes me insane. Two things. One, when they say, I'm, it's time for me to pack. And they open the suitcase that magically was somehow already in their closet. They open it. They take things like a wad of six hanged items, fold them in half, and then zip the suitcase closed. And it's like, magically, I've packed that. And oh, I just need to bullshit. take a And I just need to take a bath. And then finger snap. The entire bubble-erific bath is ready to go, and none of the things that you want with you in the bath magically get wet, and you don't have to dry your hair, or it gets super wet, and then it's poof back. It's just the whole, the baths are fucking unrealistic, and I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's too much. And that's not even counting the sitting in your own filth worth of this is what I needed to do to decompress from whatever the situation was before this. Who takes baths? Uh, I like children. a shower. I'd like a shower. I like you, know? you like a steam. You like a shower. All of the all of this stuff. And I'm pretty fucking lazy. So sitting down and bathing seems like it's right up my alley. But what you're sitting in is your filth. And yeah. I can't subscribe to sitting in when I but talk juice. about yep, all the juice, like everything that has dropped off of you. I'm at the beach now. What would that even be? Sand? Uh, I'm trying to keep sand out of all of my parts, not find a way to sit in it. 
I did take a bath when I needed one of those uh, eucalyptus and, and what are those things called? It's salt. It's mineral salts. It's mineral salts. They call them salts. Mm-hmm. Bath salts. We're calling them salts and we're moving right. on because that's what they are. It's Dr. Epsom salts. That's who it is. It's Mr. Epsom, Epsom salts. He just lost his credentials. Thank you so much, Dr. Epsom. Mr. Yep. Dr. Epsom in the purple bag. Yes. You get lavender. I get eucalyptus. I like that smell. I can't explain it. I don't it's like it. Whatever it is, I like it a lot. And it tastes it's, like koalas. It hits right. But wait a minute. Do you have koala experience? I don't like it. I don't like things that taste like koalas. No. Epileptics feels like that. <laughs> epileptics or eucalyptus oh my god i got really good advice this weekend to grow bamboo in my backyard oh for fuck's sake oh that's right no that actually is good it'll it'll ruin your fence line and everything because it's the roots are so strong and they would never die it's super invasive so i feel like i want to go back to mine because i told you to put a shade fabric shade out there but back to it before we get off the epileptics that you put into your you should get a bunch wad i think it's called a swag Instead of a bunch wad, you should um, get a bu- you should get a bunch wad of epileptics and hang that from your shower spigot, and then the whole shower smells like epileptics. It's it's very if you're into I've a koala gotta go, thing, everybody. I gotta go get a bunch wad of epileptics. I'm just picturing <laughs> people who have epilepsy tied together with. A light rope <laughs> hanging from the I, I got to tell you, I've never referred to a swag as a bunch wad, but I feel like now I want to start calling it a bunch wad. And the other thing is, sometime if you have a headache, what are you going to take, Melissa? For a headache? Yeah. I don't take anything. I... You're going to take a medical pill. That's what you're going to take. Oh, my they God. They were teasing me. anybody <laughs> else say that? I can't believe it. Amy's sitting there. She's like, I, I should have medicated. Oh, what I do you want? Medical, I, have, I want a medical pill. I, I have Motrin. Know. I have Tylenol. What would you like? I need a medical pill. <laughs> what the fuck is a medical pill? Is that different than... We carry a sport baggie filled with assorted analgesics. So medical pill refers to everything that's in that bag. Do you want an extra strength, et cetera? Do you want a Tylenol? Do you want an aspirin? Do you want a, a lever? Do you want an uh, the other one that starts with A, Advil? Do you want the something else? Do you want the other one? Do you want two right? And what's the, other the answer? I need Neospor. No, I want a medical pill. That's you have in the to yellow give bag. An answer. It's a medical pill bag. It's not a Neospor. It's not a medical pill. That's a cream. That's a salve. You need a salve now. Okay, so we have not podcasted since then. The Titan. We thing. have not podcasted since then. That's how long it's been since they tried to go underwater in basically a styrofoam cup and see how it's going to work out for them. What do you think? <laughs> so a lot of us were worried at the beginning. Like, we're like, okay, five billionaires. Check how many more to go. Like, we were fine with losing five billionaires. We are like, you know what? Your hubris killed you. And that's how that works, right? Then started to feel badly because that... The ones family and kids are involved. We're like, all right, you're not just the fucking dick we thought you to be because you're well, too and much money. Well, the truth is, we didn't lose five billionaires. We simply migrated five billionaires worth of assets into other hands. So we've created new billionaires. The money didn't stop. It just flows downstream to the next clown who's going to, I don't know, stuff it up his crack and then descend too low and explode. But make the same stupid, let's cut corners, use this joystick, and let's use stuff I got at the camping store to make this keep going. It's composite. It was a composite material. So the whole idea is it's never going to behave uniformly because it's composite, which means it's two materials put together that don't react the same way to the same conditions. So logically and a moron who's friends with other coots down here and who only knows the dog's names understands that theory. Why did these billionaires not do that? Then we discovered, okay, you don't have to feel sorry for him. They didn't lose oxygen. They descended and imploded. So they didn't know it happened in a split second. And there are, Shards, my favorite word. Shards and pieces everywhere. Shards. Everywhere. So, okay, they didn't know. And they said, oh, we're looking for, I'm like, don't say bodies. That's chum. That is long I gone. I feel like Titanic is our actual real life home game of Jumanji, right? It's every time you go around the Titanic, rich people die. 
I don't know that you think you can beat this curse, but when the drums start, there will be debris on the ocean floor, and that debris is you. You're on the floor now. It's dead. You're dead. It's no good. Hubris? What is it in you that says, ah, it's not going to happen to me? And I ask you specifically, Amy, because you saw a boat capsize and said, let's get on the next one. (laughs) So I feel like you have a unique understanding as to what the fuck were you thinking? I did some really stupid, inherently (laughs) questionable things when I was in Costa Rica, but they didn't involve. uh, I'm trying to make it sound better. I mean, it was so clearly flawed for these people to get into this jalopy and sink like a stone until they exploded all over the place. But, I mean, it was super stupid for them, too. When you look and listen to all the creature comforts they had in there, you're going down to look at wreckage with the clarity and the awareness that you would get on closed-circuit TV atop a boat floating on the shore. Like, you don't get anything. You're not, you can't touch it. You can't hear it. You can't really see it. You're, it's all televised anyway. So what's the difference if you're getting the television channel, right, you know, you're next to the broadcast station, or if you're up on the beach getting the television channel? You can't interact with the wreckage. Right. It's too dark. Do you feel the same way about space? Because people are doing the same thing in the other direction without composites, but the same thing in the other direction. Do you feel that way about space too? Like you can't, you're not going on a spacewalk. You can just say that you've been to space. William Shatner did not do a spacewalk. That kid and the mom and the, they did not touch. Well, sea, in smell. that case, he did not. But he was also doing more than visualizing something that he could get from a feed. What he experienced was a physical shift in gravity. He experienced okay. differences in his body. Right. So he had a a the entire environment around you is so different and live to tell the tale. Right. And I don't know that just being pressurized and being that low is the same. It's probably in the same universe and that you do have the physical changes of being pressurized and you got to go at a certain speed or else your body will explode. Like you can't, all that's scuba, right? That's scuba, right? Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Apparatus. Thank you, Family Ties. Thank you. That's right. That's right. Thank you, Mallory on Family Ties. Hey, hey, hey. Can we just take a diversion for a second? What are your thoughts on Justine Bateman's face? Do you think she's doing the right thing? Aging naturally, you mean? That's not okay to say. She's not aging naturally. She's not. Everyone is aging naturally in in the sense that we're all just getting older. She is actively and aggressively ignoring any attempt to soften the onslaught of age. You don't think she uses like a cream or anything? You I don't think, think if she could use a wrinkle accelerator, that's what she would be using. <laughs> I think she's that's what she's doing. That's what she's doing. And on the one hand, I love that it's her because she was synonymous with her look. Sex her symbol, fame, yeah. Her fame was really tied up in, in cuteness and attractiveness and, the, you know, the way that you look on the outside is a big part of your draw as a person. So to be able to shake that and say, no, it's not, because take a look. I'm actually a more attractive and more engaging person now, and I don't have any of those things that you thought were so great before. So, I mean, on the one hand, yes, I do get all of that. But when she looks at herself in the mirror, like I see these things on social media for women where there's three stages of womanhood, and I just don't subscribe to it. I don't feel like you have what to be the... What are the three stages of womanhood? I'm going to get them wrong, but the last one is crone. There's the mother... Like old crone? There's like something along the lines of a seductress, or maybe there's the, the maiden. Yeah, so there's the maiden, the mother, and the crone. And you have three seasons, and there that's it. And then all these Wicca ladies are always wanting to say, I've embraced my crone era. I'm like, but why? Why? Because of why? You're can't still a you mother be, while you're Can't you be a kooky, crystal-loving, Wicca-esque, you know, whatever you are, you know, face spell maker on Etsy and still, <laughs> I don't know, touch your roots up or something? Maybe, can we maybe all, put on a belt? I mean, Can we do GoFundMe <laughs> for a face spell for Justine Bateman? <laughs> Is that what we're going to do next? Oh, no, that's not what it's about. It's just I'm I'm... I'm, she's a curiosity to me. 
because I don't look at it and think that's such a power shift. I love it. Let's all embrace it. Thank you for leading the way. It's a weird flex. It's a weird flex. I'm a beautiful woman who's choosing not to be or not to keep up with something because I don't want to be defined by that or leave me the fuck alone. My career. What does she do now? She's not. What is she doing? She is a um, producer. I'm not sure if she's a writer as well, but she's a producer director. So she's in the business of project making and storytelling, just as she always was, which is great. But somebody like Lizzo makes me feel the same way. Because in the beginning, I would look at Lizzo and I'm like, girl, what you doing? You need a bigger you need a bigger bottom on that. A bigger of your outfit. Your garb is not covering all of your bits. You need to cover your bits up. She likes that. Yeah. So and now I look at Lizzo and I think, yeah, I guess Lizzo's great. But at the same time, it's there was a, a real steep learning curve about this is sexy and can't we get her a shirt and all the things. Right. So following that theory, I am trying to. Yeah, Justine Bateman is just getting people used to. I just saw Facebook this morning and a friend of my husband's is traveling and he has injected his face with something. Is it different (gasps) for men? No, I know a dude who is super, super way too far with plumpers, the plumpers and the fillers and the pokers and the smakers and the what are you doing? Stop it. Uh Uh-uh. But men, it's bad enough that you've fucked women with being having to feel they need to be wrinkle free for no, their. I don't, that's not me. I, I say go for it. I think if men want to wear makeup, they look fucking hotter. Right. I have no problem. Men put the makeup on, get the filler, get the get the thing. But know when to fucking stop. I no, have I, a problem. I, I have a problem when everybody is is weirded out. Like, no, a little touch, a little tweak, if that makes you look good, and I don't know about it, why wouldn't I? It looks great. If you spend time in the gym, why not? Men and women both. And there can be excessive when men and women spend time in the gym, and they come out looking like, I don't know, sinew monsters. It's just not really like, for me. Like their arms can't fall next to their bodies because their muscles don't let their arms go all the way down. To I don't know what it is. It's just at a certain point you cross over from being very fit to like a, like a goblin. You're just like creepy and you're all made up of strings and pulleys and hooks. And you. I don't know. It's a, Everything's visible. I don't know what to say. It's weird. Okay, let's come up with a fi- the line not to cross and verbiage to use <laughs> to make sure that it doesn't hurt anyone's feelings and they understand it is not okay. Stop right now with all of your extreme measures of trying to get younger. Age gracefully. You look fucking ridiculous. Stop it right now. But nicer. How do you do that nicer? Well, that's a curiosity, isn't it? Let me tell you all the ways you're wrong. Let me be nice. Put it in a nice say, way. You're a dick. We need to we need Stop. to take this to the farmers market, Coots. You really are pre coot oh. if you don't have the answer, because a coot would know. See, you've you've saved yourself. You were on the slippery. I'm going to ask slope. the coots this Friday. Mm-hmm. See, we and post this on Thursday. Yep. On Friday, yep. I will post what the coots say about. I mean, it could be men or women. I think it's a bigger problem with men because society has done it to women. Men are doing it to them fucking selves. Nobody gives a fuck what you look like, men. But women, society has broken you. I agree. And I also know that I like things about myself. And when they start to go away, I think, oh, I didn't want you to go away. How can I have you stay around a little bit longer? So that's that's the mechanism that in Justine Bateman, yeah. I know there was something in her that she liked about herself that has gone away. And instead of saying, I'd like you to stay around a little bit longer, I find it implausible that she has said, I'm so done with you. I fully embrace this next thing, this next surprise thing that I didn't know was coming and is vastly different from anything I've ever seen it reflected back to myself. And I love it so much I wish I always looked like this even when I was a teenager like that's just bullshit that's just bullshit we're not embracing gray we're not embracing we're not saying to to go for a thousand shots in the face or whatever it takes if you if she feels good I support her like I yes, if she feels yes. good about it then you know what I don't know wrinkle up as much as you want pruny I'm that's, fine that's with what it I'm getting at great. it's not it's not a healthful appearance 
in, and I'm trying to categorize, I'm being, you know, let me just completely judge this woman who said, I don't want to be judged about my looks. So I'll spend all my time judging her about her looks. Here's what I'm getting at. I love the fact that she is post look. She has moved past. I don't care what the look is because what I got is what I love and I'm happy and I'm moving on. That sounds great. It, and I is also that call, what she's saying? I also call, if it yes. is, endorse. But I also call bullshit because I do know that to look at her, she is she doesn't promote you don't it doesn't radiate off her that she's vibrant right the personality comes out and you know that she's a vibrant person that she's you know an energetic person that she's got tons to contribute that you want to sit and talk with her that everything would be great blah 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 but she doesn't it's not healthful it's not and these are not code words for youthful she is definitely anti-youthful she is here to say i'm not interested in a youthful look couldn't pull it off if I want to, and I'm not interested in a youthful look. So you, if you take a, take a look at her, if you Google her, she goes out of her way to harshen her look with things like she a lot of times will put really dark black rings around her eyes, like dark black mascara. She parts her hair in such a way where it hangs down real straight around the top of her head and then gets fuller. I mean, it, that has nothing to do with with embracing aging. Those are things that actively make you look older and not in a youthful way. So it's like I don't know what your what your end goal here is, right? I don't I think I've seen lots of people who radiate health and vigor and excitement and their faces are as cracked and bedraggled from the sun and from hard living as they could possibly be and they seem much more pro-aging than she does. That's why I'm I just sort of don't really get the whole pro-aging thing. And I feel awful that I'm the only one sitting here talking about it. You're sort of like, yeah, but she's great. And she still looks great. And, you know, why so are you So I just on her? did, the reason I, I let you go a bit is I just did a tiny little search on what she looks like now. And in my head, I think it was worse than it is. I, I still think she's beautiful. I still think she's... Uh, you've flashed a couple of photographs yeah. while I was talking. And the yeah. reality is I've seen her in interviews. So I've seen her just as a person. And as a person, okay. she's rough. She's pretty rough and she's not rough in a way that makes it look like she's rough because she's been dangling off a surfboard or hang gliding in the Andes for the past 20 years. She looks rough because it's 27 like, hours later. You did I a lot of drugs. Yeah. yeah. She's Iggy pop rough. And that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, what, what? So she's still relevant, which is crazy to me. Cause we were talking this weekend about the movie satisfaction with Liam Neeson, Justine Bateman. And I think that's it. There are tons of other people, just nobody worth mentioning. And they they were like a love interest. And I loved that movie. The music was fly. The storyline, like one kid gets, does drugs. There's one boy involved in the van. Whatever it is, I loved that movie. It speaks to me. Dear listener, they changed the name of it to The Girls of Summer for three years. And then they went back to Satisfaction. That's how much I know about this movie. This is when she was young and she was gorgeous. And I feel tied to that movie talking about her and then somebody's like oh she let herself go okay well yeah I'm looking forward to the day where I let myself go I do maintenance and I admit it I do maintenance I do baby Botox I take oh boy did I get mocked by my nearest and dearest for the supplements that I take I take magnesium uh, my body has trouble breaking down vitamin B so I take an already bird ate it and threw it up into its mother's mouth liquid of that and my Dear friend, Amy is still on colostrum. So we are all doing things to take care of ourselves. And I kind of want to know what Justine is doing to take care of herself because I'm sure she has her supplements. I'm sure she is taking care of herself. I have come on pod and said, if you knew for your whole life, you would only own one car, how well would you take care of that car? Would you wash it weekly? Would you dust out the transmission one car well dear listener you have one body and how well you treat that one body for the entirety of your life is going to reflect in how it looks and how it feels to you and how it performs for you the car your body knock 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 justine your face let's talk about what you are doing maybe she's got an incredible 
routine of of skin and I can't say skincare that's the issue of of supplements I just I'm just saying a different makeup technique you're still wearing makeup so clearly you're focused on like so you don't get to say I don't care how I look if you're putting makeup on your face so because you do because you're putting makeup on to look a certain way so I'm saying why not choose a way that benefits your face (laughs) and how about a hairstyle also that does the same you know that gives a little bit more energy, right? Life, liveliness. It's everything feels like it's hangy and serious and heavy. And that's a look. And she certainly cultivated it. The reason that it sticks with me is when she talks about it and herself, she is angry. She is feisty. She is pointed. She is sick of this conversation and defiant. So I, I see someone who is championing an alternate point of view and sort of raising this righteous sword in a fight that I didn't know anybody else was in and that she's also not interested in winning. Like it's just a weird, she's just sort of, I I don't know how to describe it other than if you really wanted to say, like is the job for you to make yourself look as old as you physically can? And therefore, what's the job and be unattractive? Is that your goal or is your goal to look the way that you look and not have people comment on it? Because that's not what you're doing either because you're so it's sort of like I don't you know what I mean? I I can feel some conflict in her in this whole situation and it's not fair. There's conflict would bring back to Lizzo. I know a lot about Lizzo because I'm a big gal and Lizzo's a big gal and she doesn't like being a poster child for big gals. That's just what she is you know you don't want to carry up the you know hoist the flag if you don't have to but she did and she's do you think justine an- wants to be the poster no. child for okay ugliness i haven't no. heard i haven't or aging i wouldn't say ugliness she's still a beautiful woman she's just she's, looking a little she's, rougher the choices, than she's well the choices that she's making are pro ugly instead of pro beauty and that's we got to just admit well, whose it definition is that though everyone's look at her face she has massive she has a frown on her face from skin hanging down as we all do as you age your skin hang gravity pulls your skin down right and so instead of doing anything to counterbalance that so that it looks less prominent she exacerbates it by wringing her eyes in this dark coal so that you've got two very dark eyes with the scowly looking mouth and the hair that hangs down in the same way instead of doing there. I'm just saying. So, yeah, I think she's she's doing she's moving in a direction which is anti beauty, which is pro ugly. I mean, that's I'm, I don't make the that these are what the definitions are. If you're anti beauty, what are you? No, I, I don't know that she's anti beauty. I think she's finding beauty in what. The generic society could would be. not see that. I don't think she's anti-beauty, but be. I also have not heard the interviews that you heard. She's pretty um, pissed. She's pretty pissed. She's pretty. She so hates now it I want to hear it. Yeah. It would surprise yeah. me if she was anti-beauty. I, I see it as I will tell you what's beautiful. I will tell you where to find beauty. You are not going to tell me where to find it. And that I endorse that. I support that's a big that. Part I want to hug That's her. a big part of the attitude and a big part of the conversation that comes out. And I think it also has to do with the anger and the conflict that I hear in these two or three interviews that I've watched her give on tape. So there's a camera rolling while she's talking. It also has to do with part of it is I get the impression she doesn't even want to be in the conversation. She's like, why are we even having this conversation? So if it it has to be about me, sure, here you go. But it's it. The whole thing feels like a fuck you. And it's a very weird. It's just weird because it's kind of fuck you, sort of. Instead of well, she's not hard. she's not being interviewed because her face looks rough. She's being interviewed because she's accomplished something. She's being interviewed I'm assuming. because her face looks rough. That's you got to wake up. She's no being way. Interviewed because her face looks rough. And they start by talking about how this does or does not impact what she's accomplished. She would not be interviewed if not for this look. It's not. She's not. That's I part assume of why she was she's interviewed for a movie or something she, she wrote did or an article she, she wrote. She wrote a book about about her uh, five years ago, ten years ago. She wrote a book about her, I think it might even be called Face or something like this. And it's all about this very topic. And she's still being interviewed about it now, long after the book came out. 
All right, I'm going to do a deep dive into this. I want to know more about her because I loved her. I thought even when she was dating that idiot on a TV show, not for real, and I, I was all in. And I love her brother so much. The whole family, big fan, big fan. I want also to know what are you willing to do for beauty? And where do you draw the line? What is your red line? What are you not going to fucking do? Surgery, injections. What, what is it for you? And dear listener, what is it for you? That will be a topic next week as we all come back together. Hopefully me still here at the beach because we're cruising into July 4th. Woo! And I love sitting on, are you sitting? I love sitting on the beach. <laughs> I should stop the sentence there because it's laughable. You did laugh. It's a lie. It's a lie. To look to the far left and watch fireworks all the way in five separate towns. And it's magical. If you are in the area, look me up. Come see me. Let's watch fireworks together. And if you're not, I'll take pictures. I'll show you everything. It'll be great. <laughs> Guys, you should come see us at the beach. Bring cookies. That's really what was but missing always. But only come always. one or two at a time because anything more than yeah. that is just too much. Trickle. I just want to spend time with you. I love you guys. I hope we turned you on like Amy just turned on a light and made it look like she was being questioned for a crime. <laughs> and the way you turned us on. So thank you so much. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.